Hey, this is Angus Cruikshank, and you're listening to the Future Sickos Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the inaugural first episode of the Future Sickos Podcast, joined by two of the three guys that are going to be on the Future Sickos team, so Derek Lee and Nick Dumoulin. So I'm sorry for the lack of French pronunciation in your last name, Nick. Um, and we're joined by another, um, another well, bit of a, a rising legend in the Ottawa Senators prospect community. Um, we've got the one and only Roby. So I'll, I'll pass the torch off to Derek. I think he wants to do a bit of a special introduction for you. Yeah. So, I mean, we couldn't be more pleased having our first episode and having Roby Arventi as our first guest. And I got to introduce him the right way. And there's only one way to do that, Roby. I got to roll that R. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show from Finland. Roby Arventi. How was that, Roby? Did I do that all right? Yeah, that was good. All right. Not, not, not bad, right? Um, the, the first question I have for you, my friend, is uh, your name pronunciation. We want to get it right out here. Uh, is it Roby or is it Roby? Uh, the second one. <laughs> and for Yarventi, are we saying Yarventi right? Do you pronounce the J? How does that work? Yeah, that's good. Yarventi is yeah. is okay. <laughs> how do you, Ruby, how do you, how do you say your name? Uh, your full Finnish, name, like Robu Yarventi. Okay, oh, we're good. Okay. We okay. can work on that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Robu Yarventi is good. All right, all right, all right. Um, so uh, you're obviously you're in quarantine uh, right now, as you mentioned. You you guys are unfortunately not playing due to COVID. Uh, we're celebrating Easter weekend out here. So how are you celebrating Easter out there? Uh, just chilling at home and uh, trying to practice practice here. And uh, uh, mom mom uh, comes with food food here, so nothing special. So she. Delivering some dinner for you. Yeah. Oh, no, you, don't have, you don't have skip the dishes. You just have uh, skip by mom. So, <laughs> or dishes by mom. I don't know. We get yeah. a little more clever than that. But um, also, Ed, that's so what what uh, what kind of things that she's been cooking you? Any any specialty meals? What's your favorite your favorite meal, Roby? Uh, favorite meal is pizza. But I don't think what he's cooking, cooking right now. But uh, let's see. Okay, fair enough. So no, no pizza from all. Maybe she can make some menu requests. We'll see uh, if she's willing to modify that at all. Um, but all right, well, uh, you know what, Roby, let's let's start getting into getting into some of the questions here. So, um, so yeah, again, it's been been a pleasure to have you on as a guest. Um, one thing that I I haven't been able to wait for is to meet the guy behind the Red Bull helmet um, because it seems like you get to wear that thing quite a bit, and you rock you, you rock it pretty well. Um, so I guess, uh, so, so the first thing I, I want to ask you is, um, just, I, so I, I want to hear about your transition to, um, the men's league. So I'm curious to hear like how you found the adjustment. Um, I know like, like watching, uh, you coming into the draft last year, um, you, you absolutely tore up, um, the, the, the Meiji league. I probably saying that incorrectly um but the junior league like i i believe that you were the um like you scored the most goals ever by an 18 year old in that league um and i'm just curious to see like what what the transition's been like to go from a league where you are like absolutely 
like dominant scoring, um, like you're, you're do, doing very well scoring and um, going, going to the men's league where um, the, it seems like the, the Finnish men's league is uh, there's a big emphasis on team play, a big emphasis on like um, what, what's going to help us win and what defensive things we're going to be able to do to win. So I'm just curious to see what, what that transition has been like and how you've been able to bring over your scoring success, because um, you, you've translated that and been able to score a lot of goals this year for, for a rookie. Yeah, I think last year was good for me. The second league here with men's also, and uh, we had a good team and I had a good line mates last year and uh, I got to play a lot of power play and the role I wanted. And uh, that was pretty good year for me and I learned a lot. And after that, it was, and I actually played a few games here in the like number one league last year and uh, I got a good summer training and uh, after that it was uh, like pretty easy to come and play with these guys here and also play power play and uh, in pretty good role here so it wasn't yeah. that like hard to uh, like translate the game here. Well, one of the things, um, I don't know if it was your general manager, I can't remember exactly who it was, but one of the things that I remember seeing was that um, you, so like the, someone in your organization, at least, they said that when you come in to the men's league, they wanted to make sure that you would be in a role where you can play on the power play and like play those those top minutes. Because realistically, you probably could have played more games last year with how well you were doing in uh, Kuvi, if that's how you say it. I, <laughs> I apologize again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so it's cool that um, you're kind of put. Do you feel like you're put in a spot where you could succeed? Uh, yeah. Last year, that was the right place for me, and uh, I got to play a few games and uh, like see what what's it in like here. And uh, that was the right place to me play in the second league. I wasn't like uh, ready for that role here last year, but uh, I think this year f- from the start I was ready and uh, knew knew how I need to play here. And uh, of course, my overall game has been uh, better this season and. Uh, it has helped me to like play here in a good role. Also, mm-hmm. awesome! I'm really happy to hear that. Um, my last, my last little bit on that spiel is I want to know just how how cool you feel when you throw on that Red Bull helmet. Do you feel like it gives you wings? Where are you? Are you skating around there a little bit quicker when you got that thing on? I, I don't know. Sometimes, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't really fit to our like colors, so it's pretty ugly. <laughs> it stands out eh? it makes it easy to find you though and now so yeah. the red bull helmet that's given away to um the the player is it the young like a young player who stands out like what's because you have a the red bull helmet and the gold helmet right yeah the gold helmet is to for player who had has uh points like how do i say it the biggest, points leader on the team, yeah, right? Yeah, points leader and uh, under 20s points leader has the Red Bull helmet here. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you say you don't like it, but I would love to see that in the NHL. I'd love to see, you know, young players rocking a nice, you know, flame helmet or something. I mean, well, they're really cool. <laughs> yeah. It explains why your older helmet is just fine, but that Red Bull helmet is actually pretty ugly with our colors here. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I All think right, uh, um, you're just chasing okay. the bigger, the bigger uh, points thing. You just want the gold one. That's you're just setting higher goals for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that, Roby. 
You know what? To start the year, um, Roby was rocking the gold helmet. I, yeah. I do remember yeah. that. You, so the, you, you could have had your choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually pretty sweet to play with that few games. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I just want to ask, you know, cause I, I think for me, you know, playing hockey my whole life, I've always had a role model, someone I, I, I sort of, you know, wanted to go out on the ice and, and play for, um, for me, that was my dad easily. And I, I just wanted to ask you, is there any figure in your life that really, you know, pushed you, um, in your career in hockey and someone you owe everything to? And, um, while we're at it, I mean, is there a player that you sort of try to style your game towards and, and sort of play the same uh, style of play that they do. I mean, Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid, or whatnot. I would just love to hear that. I think the role model must be my dad because he played hockey also, and I uh, watched his like every game since little kid. And uh, yeah, he has been like a big part of my hockey career. Of course, my mom also, but I watch watch my dad's every game and uh, always followed he him and his team but uh player who i like now is, i think rope hints plays plays great hockey oh. now and he's also <laughs> here from Tampere and ilves but i, I like the way awesome. he's playing and he's uh doing a lot of points and goals now and uh, i think he's the best player from dallas now so i like to watch his game yeah no he's he's very good and he's definitely one of those uh young uh, Finland players on the come up and um, yeah, good choice. Honestly, I didn't expect to hear that from you, but it makes a lot of sense to, to know that's who you really enjoy watching. Awesome. All right, Roby, you made a lot of transitions this year and I want to transition things into one of the more difficult transitions, um, making it to the world juniors. I mean, it was a huge step for you to make the world juniors, um, but I want to know how much of a factor was it playing on the smaller ice surface versus the larger ice surface that you're accustomed to? Like, did it affect the tempo and how you think the game? Uh, yeah, of course, the play, uh, the games are quicker then, but uh, I wasn't at my best there. And after a few games, I didn't play that much. So uh, it was pretty hard tournament for me. But yeah, of course, the uh, game is different in a smaller rink. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, so, so I'm, I also have a question about the world juniors, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to try to, um, I don't, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable about it, but, um, my, my question to you is like, um, like after last year, like you're, you're still really young, man. Like you were one of the younger players in, in uh, the past draft. And I think like, um, there's something to be said about you even making that world juniors roster at your age. Um, there was some notable, um, people that didn't make it this year, um, on, on the Finland team. And, um, so I think like just that in itself is an achievement, but, um, one of my questions is that, um, next year you will more than likely have the opportunity to go back, um, and represent, um, Suami again, um, in, in the world junior championship. And I'm wondering what, um, what you learned this year that you think you're going to maybe like transition, uh, next year, or like maybe what you might do like a little differently, um, next year, um, in hopes of making like a bigger impact, because it's pretty cool that you'll, you'll likely have that opportunity twice. Yeah. As I said, it was a pretty hard tournament for me this year. And, uh, I wasn't happy for my, like, the way I played played this year. So if I make the team next year, I had a lot of hunger to, like, 
uh, show show what what I, what I can do do because this year was quite a disappointment for my own own. But uh, luckily, we won bronze there. Yeah, bronze there. So still something to put in your uh, your trophy chest. And what yeah. um so so what what like um, areas of your game do you think um, are your your strong suits that you can use? Like I know I know you're really good in your transitional game. Um, and you're very sneaky at finding find your way into scoring areas. It's kind of impressive. I like like just watching you kind of linger around there and just make make it in and and let off a big shot. So, do you think that that's kind of the stuff that you'll focus on again for the next tournament? Yeah, I think strongest part of my game is just as you said, like finding those scoring chances and of course shooting. Uh, shooting is where I'm good at, and uh, I think I'm pretty like. Power, powerful skater for my size, but I need to work on that. Work on that also, and get more explosive. And uh, of course, those battles, battles, and uh, like quick turns and everything are like the parts I need need to be better on. And uh, little, little bit, little bit of everything I need to work on my game so I can be a better player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's normal though. I mean, I, I think you're so young, right? So with time, you'll develop all these different things, and you still see some players who are 26 and they're still learning, um, you know, right up until they're they're 29, 30 in their prime, right? So um, it's nice yeah. to see that. But speaking of you know developing and and learning, I mean, uh, in Finland in the recent years, you've seen a bunch of young talent recently come out of there. Um, like you said, Rupi Hints. I mean, you've got Line. All these great players recently and you've got the chance to play with one i would specifically say um a lot of people are, are, are keeping tabs on and that would be brad lambert you got the you got to play with him in the world juniors um i think he's he's only expected to to be drafted in 2023 right um so i just want to ask you know what was your experience with him and um you know how how much uh, credit do you give to the the finland program for developing all these uh, young studs i guess yeah, of course we are good friends with Brad, and uh, he's he's very good hockey player, and he the way he skates and uh, make make plays happens. Yeah, so he's obviously pretty uh, very good very good player. So it was fun to play with him. Uh, but yeah, he's quite a player, and uh, I think he's going going on those first peaks at the draft. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. I think. It's nice, you know, you get the chance to play with such a talented player like that. And I mean, you know, it, it's impressive recently to see all the talent coming out of Finland. I'm, I'm really impressed. And it's definitely a place, you know, I'll keep a tab on because uh, uh, there's skill there. And, you know, the Sens aren't normally the ones picking uh, guys from Finland. So I was really excited when you got drafted to the Sens. And I know a lot of fans are. So we're, we're real excited to have, you know, a nice little prospect from Finland. Roby, in uh, in Ottawa right now, it's uh, a lot of the focus is on prospect development. Um, so I'm just curious, like, does Ottawa reach out to you? How often do you make connections, I guess? Or does someone from the team make connections with you uh, just in regards to your development, where they see your game at, and, and how much specifics do they give you uh, just in terms of coaching and getting to the next step? Yeah, we're we are talking we are talking a lot. I think almost every week or two, uh, we're watching watching videos or uh, some coaches sends me some train 
training ex exercises what's what i can do so yeah we're talking a lot about my game and the future future so yeah we're 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 talking a lot that's good to hear so so you find uh you know your connections with ottawa right now are pretty successful like you you know kind of what they want you to focus on yeah that's good that's that's a good sign yeah. It's a good sign for us. Um, yeah, yeah, I, for sure. You know, Happy just, you do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, in, in the past, it hasn't always been that way. So it, it is good to know that the team is um, kind of fully committed to prospect development because that's where they need to be right now. Because uh, Ottawa's success really does ride on players like you, um, you know, coming eventually coming to the team and providing that goal scoring touch. So, uh, so that's a nice thing to hear. Yeah, they've been awesome, and uh, we're just as I say we're have to, we talk, we're talking of talking talking with them much uh, almost every week. So it's been nice to nice to be like drafted drafted here, and everything's been good good here. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, I think that was kind of a, a cool part after you got drafted. Um, I, a lot of people did have um, have you noted, like coming into the year, you definitely made an impression for yourself. But um, just with Ottawa grabbing you, like right to start off that second round, um, probably like I, I know it, it wasn't the first round, but it's still probably nice to just know that it's just looked after um, right away. Like you, you've been you've been taken and kind of like that weight is lifted off your shoulders. But um, when you got when you got picked, um, Trent Mann, um, was going on uh, like the head scout about how um, he thinks that you're going to score a lot of goals for the organization. And he kind of had that, that smirk on his face. Um, and he, he, he seemed really, really happy and really excited for you. And um, he did say it was, he's like, he thinks he, he, uh, we're all going to need to be patient in terms of the fans, but um, the day is going to come. So um, I think you're definitely on a lot of Suns fans radars and um, we're all, we're all really looking forward to uh, seeing what you can do because you do have that goal scoring touch and that's not something that um, every player has. Um, one, one thing I will ask you though, is, um, and also kind of linked to just, the a, a common theme amongst um, the Ottawa Senators development program. And it seems like what um, a big focus has been is on like friendships and familiarity and, and finding chemistry um, between different prospects and different players. And um, that remains true with you because um, this year you were playing with Lassie Thompson, um, who is uh, another notable, obviously Ottawa Senators prospect. He's been doing very well um, in Belleville since coming over to the AHL. It's been awesome to see. Um, so I'm just curious, like how, how nice is that for you? How nice is it to have someone, um, that you have like previously played with that, you know, like, um, like as a friend, like that you've been around that, like now when you come over to the organization, it's like, okay, I have that guy I can sit with at the table. Like I have, I have Lassie that, um, I can talk to and I'm comfortable with, like how, how important is that to you? Yeah, of course it's important and, uh, it's easier to come there. When it's time when there is a good friend of mine and we'll we'll in we'll we are in touch a lot with Lassie and uh, he's a great friend of mine so yeah it's nice to have him him there also. Good man, I'm I'm happy to hear that. And then um, the other the other side of that coin, I wanted to ask you um, for Ottawa Senators fans that might not have had the chance to watch a lot of uh, Lassie Thompson's play. I want I want to know um, like what what stands out about you that you think um, Lassie could be a legitimate NHL player like what what parts of his game are you like you know what this is what he's really good at and this is why I think he could do it. 
Uh, he's very good at shooting, shooting the puck, and he has very hard shot. And uh, he's he's good good skater, and uh, he's a tough guy, tough guy to play against. And uh, especially when I played against him in practice, it wasn't yeah. wasn't fun 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 at all. So yeah, he's he's a tough player to play against, and he has a hell of a hell of a hell of a shot. So I think he's going to make a great career here right there. So. <laughs> Awesome. No, that's great. I, um, I'm really happy to hear that. Um, so, okay. So a big topic of discussion this year was Tim Stutzla, um, on his last name on the Jersey is, uh, the umlaut. I think you have it on your, on the A in your last name. Um, so, I mean, we normally don't see that in the NHL. I think it's only happened, um, twice. I think a, a backup Leafs goaltender started, wearing the young lot on their jersey. So um, since, you know, Sense fans really need to know in advance in order to get your jersey, um, do you plan on using the young lot in North America when you come over? Just so I know um, what jersey to get so we don't mess up this time. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter to me, but uh, if it's possible, then, then of course. And of course. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And just it's awesome because... Just, just a follow-up to that. Sorry, Nick. I, I was wondering if you had a preferred jersey number um, to go with that umlaut. Uh, no, I don't have. I don't have one. I have played with uh, 21 here, but I don't know if everybody, everyone's using using that. But, uh, yeah, that's the number I'm playing, playing right now. Yeah, don't worry. 21 will be free by the time you get here. Oh, Derek. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <that's fired. laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> was that? Yeah, it's awesome. Because actually, I was just going to mention, because with the Umlaut, there's a lot of people here who ordered Tim's jersey um, in advance, you know, without knowing that, um, he'd actually put the umlaut. So a lot of people have jerseys out there with the North American spelling with the U and the E. Um, I mean, I guess it's pretty cool, but I, I'd rather make sure for next time. And I've, I've always said I, I'd like to get one of your jerseys one day. So good to know. Um, you know, I've got I've got your last name spelt right with number 21 on the back. So waiting for that <laughs> one. <to come in. laughs> Actually, Otto sent me like draft draft jersey then, but that has has not the omelets there there. But oh yeah, if if it's but if it's possible sometime, then then of course. Awesome, well, we'll do that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Timmy is paving the way for for all of you um, omelet namers. I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah. Um, so are you? Um, yeah, no, that's that's unreal. Yeah, don't be afraid to enter the league and say, no, I want my damn umlaut. Like, that's getting on my jersey. That's my real name. It should go on my jersey. Don't be afraid to, you know, to shake some things up when you get there. I Yeah, like the Stutzel one, like it's a limited edition if you have the uh, the original. So maybe you'll be able to sell your draft jersey before the uh, umlaut. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, before we say farewell, uh, Roby, I want to end things off by, uh, by just asking you if you, uh, you know, what your immediate plans are, I guess, uh, this offseason. Is there anything sort of specifically that you really want to work on hockey wise? And then, you know, uh, off the ice, what are your plans this summer? Uh, on the ice, I need to work, work a lot on my skating and strength so I can 
be more physical and uh, play with the puck more and like have more strength to battle against bigger guys. And uh, off the ice, I don't know yet because we don't know how the COVID is here. So what what you can do and what you can't. So I uh, haven't really decided anything yet, but uh, le- le- let's see when the summer comes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's how everyone is kind of, you know, taking things right now. There's so much uncertainty that it's hard to plan for tomorrow, let alone, you know, planning for the summer. So, yeah, just taking things one day at a time right now is kind of in the same boat that uh, that we're all in in Canada as well. So uh, yeah. I'm glad that we're uh, that I'm not glad that we're all in the same boat. I wish we were in a different boat, but uh, <laughs> not a great that, boat. <laughs> it's not a great boat to be in, to be honest, but uh, we're, sinking. <laughs> we're, we're sinking pretty quick, but uh, let's hope that uh, we all have paddles or we can swim. <laughs> is, the situation bad? is the situation bad at Canada? Or... Uh, What's it's not bad over here. It's, it's, not, well, it's not, not bad, but it, there's still, you know, we every country has their own, issues going on. I think right now the vaccine rollout hasn't been the best uh, in my personal opinion, but, um, you know, with a third wave possibly leaming, um, we're just trying to do the, do the best we can. Right. But, um, it's, it's not that bad for me personally. I can't speak for everyone, but, uh, um, you know, it's the same situation, repetitive, uh, situation all the time. I mean, it just keeps coming and coming. So something's got to change. We uh, like yeah. in Ontario, Roby, we're we have a we're starting another lockdown for like another month where we basically just like can't go. Um, you can't be in any household other than your own um, yeah. for 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 a month. So so like that's kind of like that's the extent of it. I think in terms of severity of cases and um, things like that, I in my opinion, like I, I feel pretty fortunate. But um, but yeah, like just in terms of the. Um, there, there's definitely a lot of things that we're going to need hobbies for. I don't know if you've picked up any quarantine hobbies that you can recommend for us now that I'm entering lockdown. Are you playing you playing the drums or the guitar, Roby? No, I'm just playing PlayStation and watching Netflix here. So, <laughs> not <that laughs> much What's the go-to PlayStation game? Are you an NHL player? Yeah, I have been playing chill and uh, Cold War, Cold War, Cold War also. Roby, right what on. do you what do you think of your Chell rating? How do you feel? Do you feel like it should be higher? I think it should be higher. <laughs> I don't know what, what it is. Oh, you never play with oh, yourself. No. <laughs> All right, you, you never play with yourself. I mean, I play with like, <laughs> myself all the time on Be a Pro. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> awesome, man. All right, well, what is thank the rating, you. though? I haven't even. I want to find out what his rating is because he doesn't even know, right? Um, well, okay. So at the beginning of the year, Roby had a top top nine potential rating, and I have I have an issue with that because when I'm building my <laughs> Ottawa Senators franchise, Roby or Venti is going to be a scoring winger on my first power play, so they need to figure that out. So I actually went in Roby and I I updated it to what it's supposed to be and made you. Um, Elite low. I was I was generous, but I, I, I we'll we'll still give you a bit of work to to work on. Um, but I gave you the elite low, and and you got you got there um, where you needed to. So yeah, thanks. Nice to nice to be on the power play on your on your team. Yeah, man. Well, you'll get there. I, I'm just I can just tell the future. So by 2023, things are looking good. 
you, Timmy Stutzel, and uh, and here we'll put Lassie on there too. It's it's looking great. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, awesome. Um, well, Roby, thank you so much for coming on and joining us. It was it was a pleasure. Um, we're all really excited to see how the rest of your year turns out. Um, how yeah, once you get out of uh, those four walls and you're able to play hockey again. Um, so yeah, and, and we're super excited to, um, keep an eye on you in the up and coming future and, and just kind of, um, see, see what that development plays out. Like, um, maybe just for the listeners real here before you get or real quick, before you go, um, do you, do you anticipate, do you think that you'd like to play like another year in, in Finland next year? Uh, we haven't really decided it yet. Uh, we yeah. About, uh, Ottawa and Bella will audit and, uh, have contract here now but uh if i sign there it like goes how do i say it, goes it really there's a clause here. like a clause yeah. in the contract basically yeah. so if you sign with ottawa then you can play belleville yeah. cool okay well, we'll yeah leave it we at that. Really and... It and we're deciding it after season here and so well, regardless, <laughs> we'll we'll be excited to watch you no matter where you are. Um, there's something about that Red Bull Red Bull helmet, or I mean, gold helmet, as Derek mentioned when you started the year, um, that I think you look great in. So, um, should regardless, I, should of, I take it with me there? Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> that's the first thing you should have in your suitcase. Absolutely, that's <laughs> you don't have to give it to anyone else. no you should do that i'm not sure you know how every team you know after the game um they they give i don't know like a construction helmet for for player of the game or whatnot i'm not even sure the sense i'm sure they do have one i'm not sure what it is though but it'd be funny if you ever brought that that you snuck that red bull helmet across the border and you just you you use that for player of the game i would totally support that Do you, so do you have your own, like, how does that work? Because there's no way one helmet fits every single player. Like, do you have your own Red Bull helmet or like own gold helmet when it happens or does it get passed to you and you just make it fit? Uh, no, we, we have like, I think two or three of those balls and uh, you you just must play with that. (laughs) You gotta make it fit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. So, so yeah. So they wouldn't notice if they go missing. No. (laughs) All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks awesome. again, Roby. We really appreciate you coming on and um and all the best. And yeah, we're we're all we're all rooting for you and um we're really looking forward to to what's to come. It, what you've done has already been impressive and um and yeah, we're we're looking forward to what's next. Yeah, thanks. It was fun to fun to talk with you guys. Um be safe there. Thanks, you too. Thanks, too. Thanks, but <laughs> that was a great, great interview honestly yeah yeah um <laughs> cool cool guy for sure it's nice to see his english is pretty good as well i wasn't really expecting it to to be that good but i can't impressive. imagine just how hard that is for you know for guys in other countries like that coming on and doing an english interview with the amount of slang and shit that we use uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's just so much slang and, you know, it, it, there's a lot uh, involved in the English language. And I'm super impressed by some of these kids. Imagine that at 18 years old coming, like imagine yourselves doing a Russian interview at 18. 
just yeah, how no, bad that would be. And like, and it's crazy. It's crazy how quick they pick up on it too. Because I remember like an interview that Roby did. Like I think it was after the draft, and it was like, oh wow, okay, like we're we're getting there. But it's like, you, and you just kind of focus, like you know, like I think like you don't want to ask many of the hard questions, and like you just kind of just very generic and expect yep. short answers. But um, but it was good. And I think I really enjoyed. It seemed like he was really trying to make conversation at the yeah. end like what he asked yeah. about and like I don't, I don't know if he's taking like a rosetta stone course or something that's telling him to do that but i thought it was pretty cool sure. <laughs> yeah he seemed he definitely seemed more comfortable as uh as the conversation went on so i kind of wish we had a yeah. little bit more for him but uh but you know what it was lots of fun interviewing him uh we'll definitely have yeah. him back at some point and do like maybe a like a whole review next year um, but this is great, guys. Like the first episode. I'm so glad to to be on here talking to you guys. Yeah, it was a good time. And it's good to be back with you guys. I mean, it's been a while for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have some pretty cool episodes, I think. Uh, we've got a lot of in store, I think, for this podcast. We're, we're all pretty committed to it. I know you're pretty busy, Derek, but um, it'll work itself out. And then we also have Jack, too. Jack that wasn't on this episode. So I'm excited to see. Um, you know, uh, how Jack and what he brings to the show. It's going to be fun for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and thanks. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. Like, like the, I, I feel like what a good way to, to kick it off. Um, what a good start. It, it was nice to kind of set the bar there. We can only go down from here, but <laughs> no. Um, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited as well. It'll be, it'll be really great, especially with um, Derek. I know like your, your knowledge and love for prospects is, is so big. Um, and to be able to like specifically focus on that. Um, well, I mean the love, the love part, at least I, I'm with you there. there you, you got go, the Sanderson thing, right. You got the Sanderson thing, right. So just take that yeah. to the grave with you, man. If that's all I got, man. That's all I got. I gotta keep reminding, <laughs> I gotta keep reminding people, right. Uh, when you get something right, it's funny. When you get something right, you keep reminding people and all the things that you got wrong. Like, oh man, I remember when Yakupov left Edmonton. Uh, he went to St. Louis and I was so big on Nail Yakupov. I was like, man, Ottawa needs to acquire this player. Like he is going to change the franchise. He's mm. going to be, he's that missing piece that everyone's looking for. And holy shit was Silver I Sting. wrong. Missing piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just, uh, you know, just holy one of my shit. really, really bad takes. And, uh, and I think I've had more bad takes than good takes, but Hey, the Sanderson thing worked out. So I'll keep playing that. <laughs> I think the the key is okay. just to make very generic statements about every player. Like, <laughs> just go on and just be like, "This guy could play that's, in the NHL." That's what Pierre McGuire does. In the yeah, <laughs> that, that's Pierre. literally that's literally Pierre McGuire. Like, and he's beloved by he everyone. Does. He's beloved by everyone. Well, <laughs> well he's he might well. be, but. No. Not everyone trusts what Pierre Maguire says because he's just like Captain Obvious, like every single time. But you know, it, it's not fun. You want those bold takes, you know. You want to just spark a conversation, a discussion online. I mean, I, you know, even you know, even when I know I'm wrong, I'll just spark a bold take on the timeline, see how it goes. But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> when I'm right, I, it, it's often very rare. But you know, I'll take the dub um, when I when I'm wrong. I mean, I know I'm wrong, so it's okay. But um, yeah, <laughs> when, I, when I'm wrong, I'll hit the delete button on my tweet, and it's yeah. all good. It goes away. <laughs> yeah. But but you know what? The thing with this stuff is, it doesn't really go away. Like you know, whatever we say on here, we're on live. 
it's not going to go away. Like someone down the line when they want to, you know, like you guys were in a discussion the other day, but uh, when someone wants to get back at you for something, they'll look for a really crappy take that you had on live and they'll throw it in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But but I don't, I don't really care. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have things that you're right about. You're going to have things that you're wrong about. I think that the thing that we all do is we all learn every time, right? Like every time we have a take, you look at, you know, why was I so wrong on this guy? Like, why did this guy not pan out? Or why did this guy pan out? And I was wrong on him. You know, one of the things I also said was Josh Norris. I didn't think he was strong enough to play at the NHL level at the beginning of the year. Me too. Uh, He's one of the best defensive players in the league right now. If you look at, you know, the analytics behind everything, He's actually solid. He's really good. So that's one of the things that I've got to take as well. Been so consistent. Speaking of rookies and prospects, um, you know, see, that's what I was hoping out of Pinto when he was going to come to the NHL, be that sort of two-way center and, and play that defensive role sort of that we were lacking. But now that we've got Norris, I'm, I'm hoping that when Pinto comes up, um, he plays a bit more of an offensive side because um, we really need to start putting some pucks in the back of the net and, um, I, I mentioned the other day, I, I want to see Stutzla, Pinto, and Batherson. And um, that's something on my wish list for the coming weeks. And I, I hope it happens. Oh, well, I, I saw a tweet yesterday, or I think it was today, actually. And it was just saying how, was it was it you, Derek? It might have been. Um, but it was, Uh-oh. it was yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> it was saying that that it's, it's crazy how likely it is that um, Shane Pinto will play a game for Ottawa this year before Logan Brown will. Um, oh. And I, I do think that that's kind of crazy, but and it it, at the same time, I mean, like watching Pinto, um, what what he does offensively is impressive. Like, don't get me wrong. He has a bomb of a one-timer, um, but like just how relentless he is on pucks and the way that he like goes into those puck battles, never gives up. Like, I just feel like that's really the culture that Aldo is trying to build is they want to have one of those teams where it's like all of your lines are checking lines and all of your lines are scoring lines. And like, I just feel like that's kind of going to definitely be his identity. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And I'm looking forward to him helping us in the face off dot. Yeah. They need help there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with Nick though. Like Pinto between Batherson and Stutzla for me is like the ideal spot for him. Even to start out. I think he's a Senator right away. Like Ottawa. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't think he needs ELC though. Yeah, I don't right. think he needs much seasoning at all, like uh, in Belleville. Whereas JBD, I'm hesitant. Like, I don't know yet if he's an NHL defenseman, and it's harder for a defenseman to uh, to make that transition. So, I yeah, because I saw I saw that you had a a um, I don't know if I'd call it a hot take, but you were saying that you thought that of all of the Ottawa or all the Nodak prospects. And now, is yeah. this including Clevin or not including Clevin? No, no, I specified the three that were. Okay. Um, up for discussion. And at the time it looked like all three might be signing contracts, including Sanderson. So it was just out of JBD, uh, Sanderson and Pinto. And yeah, yeah, my, my tweet was suggesting that of those three guys, I, I feel like JBD is the least NHL ready and it has a lot to do with strength. Um, that's it. Like he's, he reads the game. Well, his motor is great. Yeah. Uh, but the game is going to come at you at a different pace. And then when it does, the guys that are coming at you are a different size and a different strength. And as a defenseman, I feel like that's going to take a little bit longer to adjust to. I was not, I was not in any way suggesting this guy's a bust, but then people in the comments, you know, they jump to conclusions and they just attack you 
uh, for thinking. It is just in the worst, right? Like it's like you say you knock one little thing about someone's game, and it's like you you think he's gonna play in the ECHL? You think? So yeah, I do completely agree with that, and I, I wasn't necessarily agree with it. I did want to hear what or disagreeing with it. I did want to hear what your stand on that was, um, just because like for myself, like watching JVD, um, I just feel like like there was a lot of times this year where I was like, this guy looks like he could play in the NHL in my opinion. Like, yeah. but like, you know what? I've also felt that way about Sanderson and I've also felt that way about Pinto. So for you to have him um, behind those two, I mean, I think Sanderson could play in the NHL. I, I will go ahead and say that I'm extremely happy that he's not going to be like, I'm very yeah. happy that he is going back to North Dakota. And like, I think that this is a guy that if we, the more patient we are, the more it's going to pay dividends because I think that the more that he dominates, the more that he finds these layers of his game that he's able to get away with and that he's able to do. And I think the only way that he's going to be able to do that um, as of right now is through playing um, like in an area where he's going to be able to dominate. So if he can go back to the world juniors, hopefully wear that C because we all know he's a leader. Um, and then he can, if he can take that as well as playing at North Dakota and maybe continue to find more vision um, scoring prowess, like just finding those lanes and setting up like his playmaking ability. I just feel like then when he comes to Ottawa the following year, he's going to be an even scarier, um, just, just a complete yeah. top four guy that like you can rely on every night. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take take the long road. I 100% agree. Sanderson, he was dominant in college, but it was only the last, like probably the last three weeks of college that he realized, like it's like something clicked and he's like, you know what? I don't need to pass it off. I could skate through everybody if I want to. Yeah. And I could yeah. make, you know, you, you see him using his agility now in the offensive zone and he's no longer getting the puck at the blue line and just passing off right away. He's like, you know what? I'm going to hold on to it an extra second. I'm going to shake the guy off one-on-one -on -one in front of me. And that's only been the case like the last three weeks. So yeah, he looks really damn good. But at the same time, imagine what a full year of having that dominance at college level and having that confidence before making the transition, probably around the trade deadline next year. When he makes that transition, He's going to become Ottawa's best defenseman in no time. Yeah. And like yeah. now, it, I mean, I was, I was fighting it for a bit when you were saying it, Derek, I was like, you know, don't give up on, on our hot Sam, but, um, or, but at the same time, like um, I just, the more, I don't even think that it's a knock on Shabbat anymore to say that because Sanderson has just been so good and he's showing like just what he can turn into it, like that, man, he was yeah. getting better in every overtime of that game. I don't understand. Like, it seems like in these pressure situations, like, like it's like pressure makes the diamonds shine. It's like the Jake Sanderson is, I, I don't know shit about diamonds, but he is one of those expensive ones that is very <laughs> valuable that, that jewelers drool over. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I, I, I truly like, I truly agree with what you're saying. And like, if you would have had that part of his game down during the draft, like if he would have had that offensive confidence oh. and transitional confidence yeah. prior to the draft, we would have been lucky for him to be there at five. Like, yeah, they probably would have taken him at three. <laughs> like they, they might have taken him <laughs> over to me. Like, honestly, you don't mm -hmm. see that. You just don't see it. Um, th the way that he's able to play defense. Cause his defense is like, it's literally perfect. Like he breaks everything down his angles. Like you look at how he angles a guy off. It's, it's perfection. Every single time he, he uses like the most calculated approach 
it, it's it's almost like watching practice. Like in practice, you could do all this shit, right? But in a game situation, he uses such a calculated approach. It's it's fun to watch. I love the the little intricacies of Sanderson's game. I just got a vision of He's like so um, mature. Yeah. He's so yeah, much yeah. more mature than than his age, oh, you know, and that's crazy. Way to say. beyond. Way beyond. Yeah, to make maybe. imagine making this decision. I could make seven hundred thousand dollars next year, or I could make diddly fuck all nothing. And he chose to make nothing yeah. because he knows in the long run that's the best decision for him, even though he has an NHL team in his ear saying we think you're an NHL player. We want you to play for us and we'll pay you this much money. Plus all the bonuses, you know, we're probably in the millions. Exactly. Like it's like and all his friends have left too. Like most of his, you know, older friends from the team are all yep. gone now. So he's the man. He's the, he's the go-to guy. Right? So no, that, can't, that can't be, that can't know. be an easy decision. I, I, I'd honestly like never really, like, I mean, I did think about it, but um, like, yeah, to turn that down, like to, and like literally what your dream is and like Sanderson would likely get a stint in the NHL. So it's like, he, he literally has a chance to realize his dream and he's, he's choosing to be patient. Like, I think that just goes to show how good of a player we have um, who, who is counting and mature of a player. And I mean, like also the fact that he goes to the rink at what time every morning he's been in bed at 10 o'clock, like he's built different. Like this Sanderson is, is something um, funny, Derek, when you were saying like the calculated thing, I can just picture um, like uh, the guy from limitless, like just doing yeah. all the math in his head. And <laughs> I feel like maybe that's what Sanderson is just a, just a big old, uh, big old nerd back there. But that's, um, that's Sanderson on D I'm telling you exactly that he's, he's making the calculated yeah. approach every time. And now it's translating to the offense. Like it, it's really becoming the same thing. Um, it's for me, it's Miro Heiskanen. Like you're looking for a comparable. It's always been that guy, except, uh, and Heiskanen was the same way when he was drafted. Everyone was looking at his defense. Everyone was like, yeah, he's a defense first guy. Like, you know, he's not so much of an offensive player. And then he added that layer to his game. That's that's Sanderson. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I see so, so many similarities in the way that they transition the puck. Um, and it's something that unfortunately Shabbat hasn't been doing a lot of recently. And like, that's really what his strength was, is it was that transition and skating it. And it seems like he's gotten really, um, he's really been aiming for the passes lately, which um, he's not Eric Carlson, unfortunately. Um, he, he's his own player. He's a hell of a player. Um, but I think he really needs to get back to those basics too. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I do think that, um Heiskanen is is a great comparable and one that we would be very happy to have uh Sanderson turn into yeah and and back on JBD I'm seeing comments that says don't think JBD can do anything worse than what we have been seeing so far on the back end but at the same time you have to take into account um this is a young player so even if he does mistakes you don't want him to make constant mistakes all the time and just leave him in the lineup you want him to learn you put him in a position to learn um, so you can't treat him just like a, J, uh, you know, a Josh Brown or anything. Um, even if he does mistakes, you, you, you don't want him to be in that position of failing all the time. Um, I mean, he did sign at ELC, so I'm happy to see him, um, you know, get some games with Ottawa. And I do think he's a very mature player. I mean, he reads the ice really well as well, but um, uh, he's, he's got to learn. And I think, you know, playing in Belleville for him and Pinto probably will be the right decision. And even for Sanderson, maybe next year. Um, playing in, in Belleville might be good for him too. So uh, that's just my thoughts on, on, on those comments right there. 
I've got a yeah. question for Derek based on the comments because I know that we have the CEO of the Tyler Clevin fan club among us right now. Um, so I'm yeah. curious, Derek, like, what do you think uh, Clevin's future will look like? And, and like, how many more years do you think he has left in, in college? And do you think he has a big role at the World Juniors next year? Um, he'll, he'll definitely have a bigger role than he had this year. Um, he might even get a top four role. I think that would be pushing it a little bit. Um, I like I like Clevin. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think he's a few years away at the same time. I don't think, you know, he's, he's got the strength. He's, he's definitely a strong kid and his, his shooting ability is better than I thought it was, um, at the time of the draft and his offensive instincts are better than I thought they were at the time of the draft. That being said, there was a lot of skilled players left when Ottawa moved up to take Clevin. Like if you look at the Leafs draft and sort of what they were able to do with the limited amount of picks they have, I know it's uh, I know it's tough. It is tough, but they employ an analytics department that's the size of the senator's entire organization, Um, and it kind of shows when it comes to things like the draft. And, And that's an area where Ottawa is very limited, but they have very skilled people at the top. So I don't have a problem with the draft pick. Um, I, I'm just a little skeptical um, when people say, you know, Clevin's going to be ready in a year and Clevin's going to be a top four defenseman and making those proclamations. I think Clevin could be an NHL defenseman. Um, I see him as a five, six defenseman in the future. One that will be very good and very useful when it comes to playoff situations. Like that's the type of player that you want back there someone that's going to crush you. Um, he doesn't take a lot of stupid penalties either. Like he, his hits are, they're clean, they're calculated hits. I, I like that word today, but, uh, Big uh, word. you know, that's my take on Clevin. It's not, uh, it's not super hot. It's not super cold. Um, it's just sort of a wait and see. Let's, let's just give this kid some time and, uh, and see what he could develop into. Everyone's hoping, you know, Volchenkov 2.0 or whatever your, you know, your aspirations are for Clevin. Uh, that's that's sort of where I see him in the long term. So so I guess like what what do you think his limitations are? Because for me, like like I see this big big dude, hard to miss him, um, who skates incredibly well and he handles the puck really well. He can he has hands, he has great hands. He might have better hands than Jake Sanderson, which is saying something bold, but like might be true. Uh, bomb of a shot and like I mean like I know not all of that always translates over to an NHL level because he wasn't even really racking up points when he was playing at the USHL or the USHL level um but I'm, I'm curious like what um yeah. what you think will be his limitations because like at that size and his ability to skate like I just wonder like you, you like one like questions about his ceiling have to arise in my opinion yeah, so I, I'm glad you asked it. And in that way, I'll look at it like this. What what separates the Jake Sandersons, um, the uh, Jamie Drysdales, the top echelon players from someone like Clevin, especially when you watch on at the college level and you could make an assessment and say, you know, um, Tyler Clevin may actually have better hands when it comes to just hands than Jake Sanderson. Uh, to, to me, the the transferable skills, it always goes back to how they think the game. And that's how I see uh, Tyler Clevin. You know, he thinks the game well at the college level. But does he think the game like Jake Sanderson, someone who is a student of the game, someone who 
reads plays prior to them developing. He's 10 steps ahead. And that's what ultimately is going to prevent Tyler Clevin from becoming a top four defenseman, a really, really smart sort of top four defenseman who has that motor, who could think when the pace comes up here at the NHL level, can he think, actually, I can't make the hit on this play. If I, if I take myself out of position to make the hit on this play, I'm going to leave a two-on-one the other way if the puck goes behind yeah. me. It, it's those little decisions, and, and that's, to me, what will determine you know who Tyler Clevin is. Yeah, I, I thought I at that. the end of the year, he actually he actually took some really big steps. I mean, he he sort of made it hard for North Dakota to keep him out of the lineup. I I thought anyway, I thought he he grew at least from the first few games of the year that I've seen him to um, to the end uh, few games. So I I think you know he'll, he'll learn. It, it is a tough league, and he wasn't really getting a a great role. I mean, he's playing the best lines, right? He's a bottom a bottom pairing guy. He's playing some top lines. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think for TK, um, you know, if he can be anything close to what JBD projects to be, I mean, or just top four in general, I would be very much happy with that. And uh, the guy can throw some chuck, uh, some some crazy level hits. So I'd love to see that. Well, I think another big thing um, that's that's incredibly important, um, especially if you go on like a deep cup run, is you need to have a lot of depth on defense. And I think that that's something that we've seen that Ottawa is really um, finally kind of having the opportunity to have again, because that was something that during the cup run, like I, I did think that um, like obviously our, our team did great. We went extremely far. Um, go away. We don't need to remind anyone. Um, but that was one thing that I really did kind of like shake my head at that I never really understood. I was like, okay, but what's their depth? Because at the time our prospects were not great. Um, we didn't really have much aside from like maybe white and Shabbat coming up. Um, and like, I, I was very much like, okay, like I, I just curious to see, like, I, I don't know. I feel like, well, we obviously did go through a lot of injuries. Eric Carlson playing through playing on one leg. Um, but like, it's just, it, I think that that's something that a lot of those teams that have a lot of success, like you look at Tampa and they pull these players out of the AHL and they throw them in the NHL and you're like, okay, like, I don't, I don't, I haven't really watched this kid much. I've seen a bit of his stats. It's about it. And then you watch him and you're like, this guy's a top four defenseman. Like where, like how do they just have him like just in the AHL? And, and I think that that's really what Ottawa's attempting to build. And I'm really excited to see that. Um, especially with, um, I mean like the Clevins and I think Clevin will, will be one of those guys. I think that they're going to wait until his time's exactly right. And he's going to come up and he's going to be an absolute stud when he does. Yeah. I, I, I think one of the question marks with that is how many of these players that are all developing around similar timelines are going to be patient enough to actually wait um, for their opportunity in the Sen system. And we've seen that sort of thing with Balsers. Um, we've shed Willannon recently, although he's a Schlappen. younger prospect. Philip Schlappick decided, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm going to go back back home. Um, so it does become a bit of a question mark when you have that much depth because the Senators, yeah, they've stockpiled everything. Their cupboards are completely full. Um, so now it's it's a matter of, you know, figuring out who the players are going to be, who's going to be the, the sort of faces on this team moving forward. And and now, you know, guys like Abramov, guys like Logan Brown, they're kind of in that same situation as Balsers, Shalapik, like they're kind of getting weaned out in ways. You know, Alex Formanton was the next called up, not Vitaly Abramov, who's a couple of years older than him. 
Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's it's crazy because like it, it's it's such a mental thing to happen. Like it's like okay, you and that's something that we really need to um, put a lot of attention to as well. I know like Balser had three points last night, and everyone's kind of like, oh shit, <laughs> what do we do? Um, but I mean, like it is one of those things. It does speak to the depth of the organization, and unfortunately, it's going to happen. It's inevitable when you have this many prospects, and there's only so many slots. Um, like it's just there's only a, a so many roles and like eventually um we're we're gonna be stuck um where we're gonna have to cut ties with some guys my hope is that we're gonna be able to package like qual like quantity yeah. of prospects for quality of guys like i'm really hoping that we're gonna be able to make some like really smart pierre dorian-esque uh genius trades of of guys like guys. Devin Taze. exactly like that that kind yeah. of move um because i think that that's like really what um I think that's kind of what it's going to come down to is we're probably going to realize and identify what the core is and then be like, okay, these are the guys that um, are going to be NHL players, but uh, not for Ottawa <laughs> and then kind of move them yeah. for what we do need. No, that's the type of deal that they should be looking at as early as this off season. I think a lot of people have targeted the right shot defenseman sort of category, someone that could play with Thomas Shabbat. Uh, I know some people have hopes and aspirations that JBD is that guy. I don't know if he is that guy, um, but they need some sort of stabilizer for Shabbat. I think that's one thing that we can learn from this year is that's what speaks loudly and clearly to me. Uh, Shabbat has looked overwhelmed, exhausted at times. He's on the ice way too long uh, and he needs someone to take some of that burden off. Agreed. Okay. Um, I am going to, um, I, I think we're going to wrap it up here, but I just wanted to say, um, thanks again, guys. This is a absolutely incredible episode. And, um, yeah, I mean, just, we're, I think we're all just so excited for, for what's to come, um, with this. And I mean, I think, uh, we, all, all three of us and, and Jack as well, we could talk about these things for hours and hours because it's something that's so enjoyable. So, yeah. um, just to kind of give the listeners a bit of an idea, I think, um, for right now, uh, Derek has a lot on his plate. Um, so I, I think he's kind of just going to be um, joining on uh, here and there with uh, Nick, Jack, and myself. Um, and then um, for for the purpose of the Future Sickos podcast, this is something that we kind of want to keep pretty casual. Um, I don't know that we're going to have like a set schedule as to um, when episodes will come out. We're definitely going to focus a lot on big events. I, I'm hoping that um, Derek's going to be um, interested in, in joining uh, Jack, Nick, and I in doing um, like draft pros like prospect rankings and kind of focusing a lot on the draft and um, and kind of just checking in and seeing where players are at and. Um, maybe that's something that we'll uh, we'll pay a lot of attention to. And um, yeah, just kind of to to close things off, something else I did want to state was that um, we are in a, a sponsor or sorry, a partnership speaking too long, I guess um, <laughs> we're, in, we're in a partnership with 613 Sports um, and we're extremely, extremely excited about that. Um, so for everyone listening, if, if you don't follow 613 Sports, um, be sure to check them out. They focus on everything sports in the auto area um, and, and uh, some really great guys that are running the page. Some, someone that um, they have a lot of kind of unique ideas and um, they're really fo focusing on um, kind of niche markets and things like that, um, which is really cool for um, people that are, I, I mean, like 
I wasn't even aware of half of the teams that play in Ottawa un- until following these guys. So um, it's kind of cool, even though I think um, we're all hockey nuts um, to see what else is out there. And then also, um, obviously, we'll be um, helping them expand their sense coverage. So um, really unique and, and awesome opportunity. And um, and they're great guys. Can't say enough good things about them. Thank you, 613. Well said. Yeah. All right. Everyone take care. And until next time, stay safe. Happy Easter, guys.